0: Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for You app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Richard, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for taking some time to uh, hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup Podcast. Uh, sure to appreciate it. Um, so this podcast is all about the the good, the bad, and the gritty parts of the startup world. So I'm, I'm curious to learn about what your experience has been in the world of startup and, of course, what you guys are doing uh, over at Brand Defenders. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what really brought you to present day with what you're currently doing in the world of, of reputation management.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, like a lot of things and businesses, things are not planned and they kind of morph or evolve into something. So uh, going back to uh, 2008, I'll tell you, this is where the story kind of really begins. And I was uh, going to do some work with Big Brothers and Big Sisters uh, charity organization. And I was up in Maryland where where I'm originally from. And I was speaking with uh, a team there about doing some volunteer work and that night I was catching up with some old friends from high school and we're at a bar and another friend that I hadn't seen uh, in years uh, who I went to elementary school with and was very close in elementary and middle school uh, walks in and he was working for a company called Tiro Price at the time. and. I told him I was living down in South Florida and I was uh, finishing up school and trying to figure out what to do with my life. And he goes, Oh, he said, my uncle uh, runs a boutique hedge fund down in, in Boca Raton. So I said, Oh, wow. Well, um, that's really cool. I was like, next time you're in town, definitely let me know and we'll catch up. So fast forward a few months later and the whole world is collapsing uh, in 2008 from the financial crisis or the great recession at the time. And, um, I met with my mentor who ran a bank, and uh, my goal was to work in finance at the time. I was in school for uh, studying economics, majoring in economics and minoring in finance. And he said, make a list of all the contacts that you know, and just try to get in anywhere you can and work as an intern if you can because right now the whole world's collapsing. And anybody who is very qualified, might be getting laid off, and now you have to compete with them. So you're just another name in the hat. But if you're willing to go in and show that you can work for free or intern or work for less, and you're willing to learn and and adapt, then that could be your competitive advantage. So Over that next uh, weekend, what I did was I made a list of every single finance firm that I could find uh, based in South Florida and ones, even in New York and and elsewhere. Uh, And I started reaching out to to just about everybody. And obviously the timing was, was really bad with the world collapsing, the great recession and banks falling apart. So One of the uh, other suggestions he had was reach out to alumni, friends, family, anybody you you can think of. So I thought back to my friend, uh, his name's Chris, that I ran into. And I said, hey, I remember you said your uncle runs a hedge fund. Do you think any chance he may be looking for an intern or somebody who's willing to to learn from the ground up? Um, And he said, yeah, let let me reach out. Um, So what ended up happening was he said that his uncle was interested in meeting me. And his uncle said, look, I am i don't know where things are heading in the market, but I am putting money into a couple startups. And in those startups, you can learn some really valuable skills in search engine marketing and search engine optimization. So I said, yeah, I said, uh, I, I'd love to get my foot in the door. And he said, if, if things don't work out with the projects and the startups that I'm working on or funding here in the office. And I have a small team working on it. Um, then we can get you on the trading floor, uh, if things don't work out there. So fast forward a few years, um, I built the startup. Um, it was based on, uh, kind of like a Craigslist alternative for consignment shops, garage sales, yard sales, flea markets, and things like that as a, as a directory. So, um, I really crafted and refined my skills and got the business business up and going and um, and then I would go in and uh, seven thirty in the morning and work on um, on the startup for early in the morning. and then I would go and work on the trading desk. And then at the end of the day after the trading day was ended, I would go and work on the startup again. Um, so fast forward again, a few uh, another year or so after that. And um, I wasn't a successful trader at the time. And I believe in due time, maybe if uh, I continued with it, I'd be successful. But um, I started doing SEO work and building websites on my own and found that I was doing well with that. And people started coming to me and saying, hey, can you help me with this SEO project? Or can you help me with uh, burying something that they didn't like online? So that's kind of how I got my start doing some side projects and started bringing in some extra income. And at the end of February, 2011, what happened was my boss sat me down and he showed me notes from a couple of the girls that I worked with and I was doing muni bond trading at the time. And they said, um, that I didn't seem like I was very into the, the trading and I wasn't, I wasn't very passionate about it. And it was obviously showing at work. And he said, look, you can stay here. Uh, we're a small boutique firm. Uh, don't stay f- for the money. But he said, I feel with your potential, I don't want to leave you locked up in a cage where you should be spreading your wings and, and flying. And he said, some butterflies are not meant to be stuck in a cage. So he said, I, I want you to think about what you want to do over the weekend and come back and tell me, uh, what you'd like to do moving forward on Monday. So at the time it was agonizing. I didn't have a lot of money saved. I was, uh, kind of struggling to survive at the time. And, um, I I thought about it and said, you know, this is not what I want to be doing. I don't want to be on a trading desk. Uh, I can work on these other uh, side businesses and maybe put more focus on that and grow that and also go back to school and get an accounting degree uh, just to further refine some of my skills and, and be better qualified in, in the business world. So um, I went back on that next Monday and uh, he really applauded and the other coworkers that I was, I was close with were uh, sad to see me go, but in the end, it ended up being for the best because from there, uh, I started to build out and build up the first brand defender website called profile defenders. And we started to gain some traction and, and get some traffic and leads for that and bring in clients. And I was back in school, uh, just for summer classes. And by the time i was taking classes towards the end of the semester i was getting so busy that i i found that i barely even had time to focus on the work in school and that my better skills were more so delegating and finding uh, people to help me uh, grow the business Um, and i I essentially parlayed initially a 500 investment into uh, making the website and doing some basic seo work on my own um, where even at that time I, I didn't have enough money to even go out and spend uh money on the weekend so i was i was at home working all weekend and by the end of that year uh in 2011 uh, the business was already doing over ninety thousand dollars a month uh within uh less than a year so um it wasn't planned it just kind of happened and fell into place where I started off thinking I was going to work in a hedge fund. Uh, I was going to be on a trading desk was, was my long-term plan, ended up in a startup world and then learning digital marketing. And and that's kind of where it brought me uh, to where I am today and building, growing other businesses. And I still have their reputation management agency as well.
0: Nice. What? Quite the wild ride. It's funny we start off on one path and end up on a completely uh, different one, and for for you, a very unique one, which is the world of startup, which is a brave, brave uh, place for anybody to be. So, congrats on 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 arriving exactly uh, where you didn't know you would end up. But. Uh, uh, g- glad that you're there. So, as part of that process, and you shared a lot about that uh, about you know your story and and the and how you really got to where you're at right now. What would you say some of the biggest challenges were as part of the startup process outside of what you've already talked about about that you know the typical journey of finding yourself in the world of startup and you know some days you're you got the greatest ideas in the world, and next day you're questioning your motives. But what would you say have been one of the toughest things you had to go through as part of the startup process? Oh, uh,
1: definitely the survival. I think for a lot of people, they are, they're at a job and it may be a dead end job where they're unhappy and not making, um, money where they can they can ride off to the sunset but they're making enough that they're very stable um by the time i left the fund i wasn't making a lot of money so it was easy for me to take a leap because it wasn't like i was gonna be missing out on anything um so the biggest thing for really in the startup world is, is just survival um, but if you're really passionate and you're willing to do whatever it takes to succeed including giving up going out on the weekends and having drinks or meeting up with friends and you're willing to really focus on growing your business, then you can you can be successful. But you need to have that grit to be successful. And I think that's what the biggest challenge is just survival. Um, and in today's world, is uh, increasing inflation and things become ever more so expensive. It's hard to uh, to. Be able to budget out enough to know that you can survive when you know gas maybe five dollars or six dollars a gallon next week. Um, so I was willing to to give up almost everything just to to focus on trying to build a business. Um, but it was scary at times. I, I didn't know if I'd have enough food. Um, I remember there was a time where I was leaving a Miami heat basketball game and I saw these people that were, um, laying down outside that were homeless. And, uh, my friend who treated me to the basketball game, cause he knew I was, I was struggling at the time. Um, I remember thinking that that could be me in, in, in a month I could be, you know, homeless, not able to pay, pay your rent, um, and do that. And, uh, I think that was part of my motivation to, to continue hustling and, and work hard and be diligent and, um, be able to come out on the other side successfully like I have
0: yeah absolutely I mean perspective really keeps us in check um especially when uh we we, we get a little too uh, uh a little too ahead of ourselves at time perspective can really help us um you know stay focused on the task at hand and you know what we what we already have not what we think that we need so um very very powerful um component to the startup world. So we talked about the worst part, so or most challenging part, rather. What would you say the best part, other than money, other than the success, what's been the best part of the startup process?
1: That's a great question. So I have a, a saying that every day is a holiday for uh, for an entrepreneur and a business owner. Um Where some people they only are able to celebrate um, or have time off on a holiday, whereas an entrepreneur and business owner, you have the the world is your oyster. Everything is is in front of you, and that that's what I love the ability in being an entrepreneur. That uh, anything you can imagine, uh, you can help and put the pieces together to make possible. Um, the freedom to to travel, the freedom to network, um, and just the ability to to have great conversations with the other entrepreneurs and business owners in the world has has been really uh, one of the most tremendous things I think is about being an entrepreneur. Uh, money is is only so important in in survival or keeping score at some point of of where you tally up against your peers and maybe motivation to continue pushing harder. But uh, money is very far down on the list of of important things and. Um, I like the idea of practice of being an effective altruist where uh, you make enough where you survive and you use that, but your bonus funds go to doing good in the world and helping those that are less fortunate.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that. So uh, before I let you go, let's let's chat a little bit more about what you guys are doing over at Brand Defenders and what you guys got uh, working here in, in, in 2022,
1: at least the time that we're recording this episode. Yeah, definitely and and thank you for touching on that. So, uh reputation management is the practice of helping to fix or promote a business or an individual online, um, also in helping to redact or try to suppress or erase uh, unfavorable, false, defamatory, or negative comments that may be posted by one disgruntled customer who has a really loud voice versus the thousand really happy customers who were happy but didn't go out of their way to leave a Yelp review or a Google review or to uh, write up a blog or news article about their experience. Um, So Brand Defenders works with companies and businesses individuals of all all sizes from small to large fortune 1000 companies and what we do is we help them is protect their image online. So when you were to look them up on social media, if you're looking up the business in the business directory on Yelp, if you're researching them on Google, that uh, we put our best foot forward in helping them get positive editorial coverage. We let their voices be heard and they can promote all the great things that they're doing and not being drowned out by uh, maybe one or two loud customers that, um, are angry or in a handful of our clients cases, they have competitors that are out there creating false narratives out there and fake news to try and defame or hurt their client's business, uh, so they can get a leg up. So, um, uh, is our, is our brand and, um, we also are growing a practice in fixing Google autocomplete suggestions. So if you type in a search term into Google autocomplete, we can now affect and change uh, what Google's dropdown suggestions are um, and For example, we have a big Florida company that had bought a company out of uh, bankruptcy. And when they were typing in the new owner didn't like that it shows bankruptcy, even though the company's not bankrupt and they were losing clients uh, because of that. So what we've been able to do is help fix that. And now the word bankruptcy no longer shows up uh, for the new owner who's bought and taken over the business and is in growth mode. So um, that's a small example some of the services we offer um, and we work with ministries of foreign affairs from all over the world that come to us um in some cases asking how do we promote our country uh in a more positive light for for tourists or tourism and attract more people beyond just um helping and finding great places that are instagrammable and, and being posted online so it's it's a really fun and exciting industry um and it's, it's never a dull moment as we always have different and new exciting cases that come and land on our, in our inbox every single day.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Reputation management is so very important, especially in this digital world and landscape we continue uh, to live in. It reminds me of a meme I've seen traveling around the internet lately. It says, McDonald's messes up your order and nobody says anything. A small business messes up one time and uh, you never hear the end of it. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the <laughs> truth, <for> sure, right? <laughs> it,
0: it it totally is. It totally is. Well, love, love, uh, love the story of how you got to what you're doing right now. Love what you guys are doing. Uh, with Brand Defenders as well, too. You're local to South Florida here, so I look forward to connecting further uh, with you when you're back down uh, in the South Florida area. And thanks again for your time and thanks for hanging out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Have a great day. You do the
0: same thing. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts this way you'll get updates as new episodes become available this podcast is brought to you by gritdaily.com the premier startup news hub more information at gritdaily.com once again i'm your host sebastian rusk until next time friends We love the Employee Retention Tax Credit and what it does for clients. Find out if you qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. As the first and only CPA firm in the country solely offering ERC services, JWC has helped thousands of businesses claim over $500 million in tax refunds. We're a licensed and regulated CPA firm committed to client education without the gimmicks and deception of unlicensed ERC companies. Learn how to qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com.